The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, UFC fans, UFC Hall of Famer Forrest Griffin is going to be hosting an Instagram Live called Journey to the Octagon at 3 p.m. Eastern, July the 8th, hosted by Hair Club. Forrest will be discussing his personal journey to the Octagon and letting you know about which UFC fighters to keep an eye on. If you didn't know, Forrest is a Hair Club client, which he mentions very often. He's very proud of it, and he'll also give you a quick update on his journey to regaining his hair. If you call yourself a UFC fan, you're not going to Miss this live event over uh, at Hair Club's Instagram on July 8th at 3 o'clock Eastern. Go follow Hair Club on Instagram right now so you're going to get notified when he goes live. Visit hairclub.com slash journey to schedule a free hair and scalp analysis and get a free hair kit and free laser hair growth treatment when you complete consultation. That is hairclub.com slash journey. It's right hand by Waters. Really powerful right kick, and I just haven't had the chance to show it yet. She was right that way, cut kind of did mess her up the first time, but I'm just better, man. Rose Nova Eunice, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. <laughs> Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Now, this is a, a good problem to have. Our guest is right on time. Very rarely do we have a guest be as on, on time as this. Um, and it's some one of our favorites, uh, Rose Namajunas. They're telling us is in the waiting room already, which is so nice. There she is. Connecting. Ah, oh, there she is. What's up, Rose? Hey, Hello. Rose. How you doing? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Um, happy belated birthday. I just read that it was your birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Now, is that a good time for you, birthdays? Do you, I tend to ignore mine. The older you get, the more you ignore it. Or do you celebrate them and yeah. love them? Um, I think I'm starting to enjoy them more now as I get older, I think. Um. I used to like, I remember my 13th birthday uh, was not like a fun day for me because uh, we ended up getting to a car accident on the way home. Oh. And it was just like super like, oh, I hate birthdays ever since then. And like, this is stupid. Um, but now I'm actually like, this, this year was actually a pretty good birthday. My 26th birthday was kind of like overwhelming and weird, but 27 was pretty cool too. So I think it's, I think it's on, on and up from here. <laughs> Why was 26 overwhelming and weird? Was it because now you're over 25? Was it the hump of 25 or what was it? 
I think I just made it out to be more than what uh, it was because like, okay, so I guess, um, you know, like just, so everybody that I like that's close to me has always been like, oh man, 26, man, <laughs> that's a crazy one. Everybody, so like, I just made it into this big thing. And then like, just with, um, I thought I was going to like lose my mind at 26. Um, which I guess in a way I kind of like, you know, made myself a little crazy, but, um, like, uh, just, just with like, um, you know, maybe like just the history of schizophrenia, like usually like in your mid twenties is when it can trigger or something like that. So I like made, like I made it into this big thing, like, Oh, what if, Oh, and is then like, it, is, that, happened, uh, so. this, is that in your family? <laughs> the, uh, schizophrenia? Well, yeah. So yeah. from what I know of, but I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of that my family history is kind of confusing. So like, I don't, I don't know what's real. Yeah. What's real I mean, sometimes. I got some <laughs> mental illness in my family and I'm like, yo, at, at 46, um, I'm like, did I make it? Am I, am I going to, am I going to lose it? In like 48 or am yeah. I in the clear? I think I'm in the clear. I, I think you, I think if I, I think, and this is the thing, I, I think the more that I like, like get older yes there is such a thing as mental illness but i think it's so like there's so such a wide range of it that like i don't think and and things can mix and things can like depending on what you're doing and what's happening in your life man like there's so many complications that can like make mental illness like i think scientists and doctors think they know what it is and they don't you know and so like and so um i just i think it's something that um is really interesting and, and definitely could use some more answers about it. But yeah, I never know either. I, I just know that there's something not normal when I'm in the mirror and I'm screaming, <laughs> you suck. I know that that's not a healthy attitude. It's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and you know what else is not healthy? Well, or not, not, not healthy, but definitely not normal is yeah i'm one of these assholes that walks oh, their shoot. cats <laughs> so, yeah, walk your cat? all over the place but yeah he's uh you see kids on a leash more than you see cats on a leash you know yeah <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um oh my goodness pat Barry, <laughs> you gotta warn us before you put that <laughs> noggin in here <laughs> you know we're looking at a nice rose and also we see a head the size of mine come in the picture <laughs> yeah now, does Pat also walk the cats? Pat, do you walk the cats as well, or is that only Rose walks the cat? Man, check it out. Check it out. Look at this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> He'll walk the cat. Look at that. That's awesome. Hey. <laughs> it looks... <laughs> and the cat is pretty comfortable with it, which that's the most surprising part, is that the cat seems okay with it. Well... He owns the neighborhood. Yeah, he owns... Well, okay, so what's happening is is uh he's been inside for the past like he's a he's a savage outdoors like i normally just let him run around the neighborhood and do whatever i'm not one of those people that's like um because a lot of people are like offended by people letting their cats outside to me yeah. that's like what i grew up with and that's normal but uh <laughs> but we have these like savage foxes lately that have been just like man we've been going to war with these foxes like they'll like walk up to my dog like they don't even care so like so we've been like fighting them off and we've been <laughs> We've been doing target practice in the backyard and shit. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's how big is a on, fox so. Rose? How big is a, is it the size of a small dog? 
it's it's a little like it's about the size of my dog but like maybe 25 25 pounds um yeah i'm actually pretty confident my cat could defend himself against this one and that's why i don't like worry too much when i let him outside but lately there's been just like the whole family of them and they're like really bold right now so i'm just like everything's on high alert <laughs> we're, right. we're locking it down so I, I i have i have my cat down to a science and he like he really trusts me so um yeah he, he he uh he deals with it he just doesn't like using the bathroom inside he likes to use it outside so that's why i think he deals with the with the leash <laughs> oh yeah he doesn't like the cat the litter under his feet the cat litter yeah i think that's just gross i mean one day if i'm if i could live on a farm you know that would be ideal just to have them outside and you know then they could just be wild <laughs> is that your dream to live on a, a farm oh yeah ever since i was a little girl that's that's all i've ever wanted Oh, well, you guys can that. achieve that. I mean, you did that outdoor stuff. When, yeah, I got my overalls had, on right now. <laughs> yeah, you have the outfit. You're, you're, you're farm ready and you're comfortable outside. You're comfortable sitting in a tub and freezing. You're not going to complain about conditions. You'll probably handle the farm well. I, I think so. It, it kind of sort of runs in a family. I have uh, my grandmother. She has her own cottage and she basically just in the, uh, if it's not winter, the rest of the year, she just lives there. So, and right now with the whole Corona thing, like she's just been, Pretty much self quarantining out there in the in the in the farmland, so it's kind of nice. How are you guys handling the quarantine? You seem like you're you know, you're pretty outdoorsy and whatnot. Is, yeah. is it bothering you, or are you guys just hanging around the house? I mean, other than like the the only thing that's really changed for me is um, like that's significant was like going to our favorite restaurants and like yeah. now it's like they're opening back up, but you got some place you got to wear a mask or something, you know, it's just like, this is annoying, but, <laughs> so <laughs> like, annoying. but yeah. But, um, other than that, I have the gym at home and, um, I've been using that a lot more. And then I've started to actually really appreciate just being able to like work out at home, jump in the shower, jump in the ice bath right here, not having to like sit in the car, even if it's like five, 10 minutes, right. like it's just been really nice. And, like I said, it, not much has changed for me because I, I normally socially distance anyways. So, yeah. yeah. How, do, how do you feel going into this fight? Because it's been a little over a year since uh, the last uh, matchup with, with Andrade. Uh, I think May of 19. So how are you feeling now? I mean, mentally, you seem like you're in good spirits and a good place. Yeah, um, I'm definitely ready to go. You know, um, this has been a long training camp, longer than expected, obviously, because sure. uh, – everything going on but um this has been I'm, I'm fully ready like for anything and and more ready now I think that whole you know everything getting shut down was like kind of the best thing that ever happened even though it was the worst thing obviously I mean we had some you know it hit home for us and our family yeah. but um I think overall just it was definitely a huge like uh it just, it just put things into perspective and it kind of like made me reminded me that like, I just need to put, keep in control of myself instead of trying to like control everybody else or trying to control everything else around me, I should say. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, when, when with personal stuff happens, it's kind of hard, I'm sure to stay in, uh, are you like a, a type of person? Like, do you, are you, are you easily distracted or are you good? I'm very bad at focusing. Like I can focus, but as soon as something comes, I, I, I just lose the momentum mentally that I've built up. Do you get like that? Is it harder for you to kind of get back or are you okay getting back? Um, I can adapt to, to changes very well. I've always been able to, um, 
like just in the family so like if we had to move or something or something changed or whatever I was always just naturally gifted with the ability to adapt to change um however I think once they the changes pile on and pile on and pile on I think every once in a while you know it's it's hard to deal with but um yeah I definitely have a unique a unique um ability to deal with that and so yeah I I think um I think definitely like, you know, dealing with death, like everybody deals with it differently. And I think in, in different times in your life, it's, it's, uh, it, it, you know, you have different feelings about it. And so, yeah, so there's no, no, I guess one answer for that. Yeah. I'm really, it's funny. I'm better with death than I am with small things. Like it's cause death sucks so much. It's like so completely shit that I can kind of handle it, but it's, it's the, it's the little tiny things that just ruin what do you know i i can't handle the small things that's what what kills me that makes sense yeah like sometimes it's hard to it's hard to it's easy to like get like kind of ungrateful or bitter when it um when it's just a bunch of things that seem to like annoying like it's almost like if i would compare to the ice bath it's like sometimes like a, a cold shower is worse than just like immersing yourself all the way into just some, like this horrible cold you know what i mean like if it's a little bit cold sometimes that's just annoying versus just being totally in it. All right, look, on July the 8th, at 3 o'clock Eastern, UFC great Forrest Griffin will be hosting Journey to the Octagon, live event on Hair Club's Instagram page. You can chat with Forrest about his UFC journey, up-and-coming fighters, and even his journey with Hair Club to regain his hair. Forrest looks great. We had him on earlier this week, and it's a noticeable difference. Don't miss the live event with Forrest on Hair Club's Instagram, 3 p.m. Eastern on July the 8th. Go follow Hair Club on Instagram now so you'll get the notification when he does go live. Visit hairclub.com slash journey to schedule a free hair and scalp analysis and get a free hair care kit and a free laser hair growth treatment when you complete your consultation. That's hairclub.com slash journey. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Now, with this rematch with Jessica Andrade, um, you're, when you fight, you're not, you're not, you don't show any emotion. You're very focused, and, and that's a good thing. You don't fight emotional. Is there anything, or even in training, like extra motivating or, or makes you a little emotional being like, all right, this girl beat me. I want to get this back. Like, is there something like, I can't see you getting angry like that, but yeah. be, being the fact that this is a rematch, she beat you the first time in a fight you were doing very well in. Yeah. yeah. Is it hard not to get emotional in the rematch or are you just looking at it like if you've never fought before, 
Well, yeah, that? I definitely can't. Um, I'm definitely not looking at it like anything that's not true. I know what happened. I know um, the situation. And um, I think, yeah, there's going to be – there like being a fighter, there's no um, – you, you kind of have to have that ego. You have to have that thing that fuels you or whatever. And, like um, – but at the same time, like um, – for me and my style of fighting, um, and, and just, I think as an efficient fighter in general, um, you know, you don't let that ego drive you, you know, it's, that's, that's how you make mistakes. So you use that when, when you need it. And for me, it's going to be a healthy balance of controlling my emotions and not being, um, I, I, for a long, for the longest time I went through all of those emotions. And I think that's this, this loss is definitely one of the harder ones to, to overcome. But, um, you know, I, I, I think having all this time off definitely let me go through all those different emotions and stuff. Um, and it's still, there's still going to be a little chip on my shoulder, but, um, not to the point where I'm making terrible decisions or I'm like, you know, like angry at her. No, if anything, I look at her with gratitude because, you know, she made me better and she's, uh, I, you know, had I won that fight, I probably would, not be the person that I am today and I wouldn't be as good as I am. And I feel like I'm really hitting, um, my, my, my skills and abilities are better than ever. And they're starting to really like, I'm, I'm really mastering myself right now. So, um, so yeah, like obviously I'm, I'm always going to be pissed about that. Even after I win this fight, I'm still going to be like, man, fuck that. But, (laughs) but at the same time, um, only like that, that that chip is only gonna be there when I need it. Not it's not gonna just. I'm not just gonna let my ego off the leash. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to keep that under control. It's not gonna be debilitating. No, yeah, it's yeah. You gotta you gotta go in there with. Um, it's it's just another fight, you know. And and she's just another girl, just like me. And we're gonna we're just gonna throw down and and um, yeah. That's what I was gonna ask you too. And you you kind of answered my question, saying this was a hard one. Because the way you lost, like, you know, you, you were definitely winning the fight. And it, it, I was going to ask you, is it one of those things you look at? Like, it's just one of those things that happened. Like, you weren't getting beaten at all. Like, you know, Joanna can't look at her fight, no matter what she says with you, and convince herself. Uh, you know, she always dehydrated or whatever. But, I mean, you won both of those yeah. fights differently and very decisively. It right. wasn't like one little turn left and turn right. I mean, anybody can drop that in their head. yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I mean, and and that's what the realization is, is that, you know, it's a fight, you know, and, but at the same time, like technically from the outside, I was winning and there was definitely that, that's definitely what was happening. Like just, you know, if you were looking at what was happening, but inside my mind, that was not, to me, that was not, I did not do everything that I've done now in order to win the fight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I didn't have that feeling of complete confidence and right now like um there was a confidence there because i had the belt but i didn't really i didn't really feel like a champion like the way that i do now and so um yeah it's just uh it's just the confidence thing and then also just like my preparation wasn't the like it was good but it it could have been there was so many things i could have did better um and there was a lot of there was certain confusions um going into the game plan so for so for me being on the inside like yeah i could say oh man i was winning and stuff and everybody says that but like to me that was not something that was a performance and that's one of the main reasons i wanted to have this rematch is because like you know i want to 
put on a good performance and and I know like as everybody sees what it was and it was a good performance as far as the striking was concerned but even with the striking I felt like that wasn't my that wasn't me because like I don't know and and I guess you'll just have to see in the fight um because there was we just changed up some shit based on her and it it's not about her you know like like we're like oh she's just you know big fucking you know bull that's coming forward and she always like pushes everybody back and all this stuff but to me it's like i push everybody back you know what i mean if you look at all my fights i'm i'm standing my ground if anything i i push people back so yeah i have a lot of footwork and i have head movement but i'm staying right in the pocket right in your face and so um that wasn't me in that fight i felt like i was doing two different things at once and it was it was definitely confusing for me <laughs> And what about the prep? Because I, I didn't, uh, when you say your preparation, was it, was it a different mentality for you being champion or did something happen in that camp or, or what was it that you said your preparation wasn't what it should have been? Was it just uh, well, mentally? I think it's because uh, Jessica is a true grappler. She's a, I mean, and yeah, she like on the outside, she kind of looks like a brawler and stuff like that, but she is a true martial artist in her own way. And I think I just didn't really understand her as a fighter as much as like um you know like she was just a she was just a harder puzzle to figure out for me personally um and uh and then as far as like um you know yeah I, I think I I think I kind of like subtly overlooked her a little bit in mm. in some ways and then also just being a champion there was just a lot of conf conflicting you know mental mental blocks like and then especially dealing with like my perspective on grappling um one of the big things for me was also reconnecting with my um old coach from like my amateur days um where you know I'm sure y'all know Greg Nelson and I you know leading up to that fight I wanted to go back and visit him and and because that's where my Kimura came from um but I didn't I didn't um brush up on the techniques it was just kind of like i that was like my kimura has not evolved since i left there which was gosh i want to say 2013 and there's so many elements to it that and there's and and you um and so i had not evolved like that was my you know early 20s self learning that move and so now you know you know years later um i was finally able to go back and just like revisit some details and then also not even just that but elevate my grappling game like to a whole nother level um with just like my clinch and and everything so um it was just cool like cool to revisit reconnect and then and then come back here and then do what we do here and kind of blend it all together so 26 was weird for you now you're 28 you're in a good state of mind when's the next freak out when you're 30 <laughs> is that the one that's gonna be like ah 3-0 you're so young man it might be tomorrow i don't know <laughs> no no i think nah, you're in it. Nah. i don't know 30 was we that was a weird one for me 30 yeah i feel like you know? i feel like 30 won't be so bad maybe 31 might be weird because it's like okay you're in your 30s <laughs> like yeah. 30's like oh okay 33 decades i don't know <laughs> i'll tell you what's weird rose 46 because then you got to start rounding up so I'm like, shit, man, I'm not even close to four. I'm closer to 50. Yeah. Let's, let's change the subject because somebody else is. I'll be 52 yeah. this month. And, oh. and, and 
No, I know. But you I look feel, great, Jimmy. I feel 70. I feel 70. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, it's the worst. Most of life is finished. But you know what? When you see people like who are younger dropping dead, that's that's how that's how bad it gets when you're in your Ooh. 50s. When you see someone younger dying, you're like, well, at least, Ooh. hey, it could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> I, I could have died at, at 15 or 30 or whatever, you know. So you, you, you know start holding on crazy, to those. You know what made me feel really, like, not old, but, like, kind of put things into perspective a little bit was um, – so I, when I went back to Minnesota to like, you know, uh, work on my grappling and stuff. Um, so, so we, I got invited to go to this all girls, uh, wrestling practice where there's like college girls, but then there's like all the way from like little, um, you know, five-year-olds to all the way to like, you know, twenties or whatever. And I, by far was like the oldest one in the room. (laughs) And I felt so like, I'm usually, I'm usually the one as I've, I've been used to my whole career as being the youngest person in the room and yeah, yeah, tables have turned. (laughs) Yeah. When you start, when you're no longer the youngest one or it it happens slowly, but then the worst is like when I would say like, yeah, I'm 45 and people like, okay, cool. Like nobody went really. And I'm like, Oh fuck. (laughs) Oh fuck. I really am. You know, nobody is yeah. surprised when you're a certain yeah. age. That's that's when you know you're finished. But it's okay. Hey, look <laughs> again. There's the, yeah. there's worst options. There's worse well, options. Well, I not believe getting there's old. something. There's definitely you know something better on the other side. So I think it's all it's all good. Especially in 2020. I mean, who who's who's afraid of dying right now? Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's such a mess. And so you know true. what? When life gets better. As you get older, that's better. People who peaked in high school, like when you yeah. see guys who are 30 still wearing their high school, you're like, that guy, his, it sucks. <laughs> it's all downhill, you know? That's sucks. But the people who had disaster, like my high school life was not particularly great. I imagine yours wasn't amazing. And it, yeah. it's got, getting better as you become an adult and get older, then it's like, ah, things are better. Yeah. Like, I, had a, I had a good time in high school, but oh, not the same way that everybody else did. I mean, I was, I, that was probably some of the hardest working time, like oh. moments in my life. But, but yeah, I mean, there was, it was definitely like, my life is way better now than it was in high school for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're there fighting, you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. There were, right? Yeah. But yeah, but my life is, my life is pretty awesome right now. So, uh, and that's, that's, so thing, that's, a, that's another thing I think being on the other side of this whole champion thing is like, obviously I'm always a champion, always going to be, but it's like, uh, having that perspective changes like, oh yeah, like not just knowing that you're blessed, but like, and, and grateful, but like feeling grateful, you know, like just knowing, knowing, knowing that you got a good, but then also feeling that you have a good is two different things. Yeah, yeah. Writing it down on paper just because it's there, but actually feeling it is—it it is different. It, it's kind of hard yeah. sometimes to to take what I know and make myself feel it. Right, right. Yeah. I'm well, so happy you're yeah. back fighting, Rose. We enjoy watching you so much. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I feel like, um, I, I feel like I really, you know, know myself more and and believe in myself. Like that's a huge thing. I'm not like. I'm not kicking my own ass more than the people that I'm fighting against. So it's, it's a, it's really a refreshing um, feeling and you know, who knows what, what the hell lies ahead as far as like, I ain't never been to Abu Dhabi. I don't know. <laughs> like, what's oh, you've never been there. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. When do you guys Beautiful. go? When, do, when are you and Pat flying? We, I think we fly to Vegas tomorrow and then from there we fly to Abu Dhabi. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a it's a whole a chartered flight with a bunch of the personnel, right? Yep. Yep. Well, so. listen. Have a safe trip, and we we can't wait to watch you. Know we love you, and when we're, we're happy, you're fighting again. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank I'll be you. there. I'll see you guys there in Abu Dhabi. Awesome. Oh, you're coming. Cool. All yeah. right. Yeah. Good. Tell Pat we said goodbye, and uh, we'll All talk right. to you soon. Bye. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye, Rose. Uh, Jimmy, I am very frustrated. Why? Uh, it's not with my sex life. I, oh, attacked, my, I, I attacked my wife last night. And good, I had good. Uh, it's not with that. Damn, did I have fun. But the thing is this. I want to open my effing school, Jimmy. Language. I closed one school down, like we know. Yeah. Because I had to, you know, I'm, every, every, I told I The rent, that. yeah. I, you know, I'm getting, every month I'm basically getting charged and getting put in a hole when I'm not able to bring in any uh, revenue, you know, I'm not allowed to have my business open. So now I was planning to open up my schools July 8th. And then all of a sudden we heard here from the governor and whatnot that gyms and even though I don't consider my school a gym, but uh, you know, uh, you know, workout facilities and whatnot, it's, it's not even in phase four or whatever. So, I mean, we don't even know, we don't have a light at the end of the tunnel, Jimmy. I'm going to get through this. Of course. I don't want you to worry about me, my little Jimmy. I don't want you to worry. But this is some fucking bullshit, man. I got to be able to, I mean, listen, I'm paying taxes. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm abiding by the law here, but I got to, sure. I have to be able to make an income. I have to be able to bring some money in, man. Yeah. You know, I might hang out with Dana. I'm not Dana. I don't got Dana money. People think I hang out with Dana. They think I got Dana money. I don't got Dana money. I got to no. make a fucking living, man. All I, I don't want no handouts. All I want to do is open my, keep my jujitsu school open and spread some jujitsu love, motherfuckers. Yeah. Sorry, rant over. No, so hey, it's, it's okay. I, I totally, uh, I understand. It's very, very frustrating. And it's, it's not a, you know, and you can't control it. And that's the worst part is, and they're not, no one can give the answer. You know, it's very, very frustrating. Obviously, very, very frustrating um, for everybody. I don't know when the comedy clubs will be open either. You know, like when are my gigs going to be? It, and for you, it's harder, I think, a gym because the clubs will be open before, I think, gyms. But the uncertainty is what's killing everybody. I think it's just not knowing. And the fact yeah, that people man. are being so ridiculously careless now. Like we shouldn't be, it shouldn't be worse now than it was before. It's embarrassing. What the fuck are we doing? And another thing, like I told you, man, I'm going to Abu Dhabi. I'm going to be doing like a looking for a fight over there and everything. And, uh, you know, I was going to open up my school anyway and just say, fuck it. Cause I'm sick of it. Sure. But Hey man, you know, someone's, it's going to get the word out that we'd be open. And next thing you know, I'm not going all the way across the fucking world to make right. some cash just to put that towards a fine. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, Jimmy, I'm not using this to rant. No, it's okay, Matt. You, but you don't want to open it. Here's why you don't want to do that. Because God forbid you open it too soon and somebody, you know how people are, dude. Somebody decides to blame you because they caught it. Yeah, but you were open. You, you, you don't need the headache from, you just don't need the yeah. headache. It's a headache. Yeah, I it's don't need headache. the headache, but I, I do need the uh, Benjamins, Jimmy. Yeah, no, you I know. You know what I mean? I know. But uh, it'll, it, it'll work out. We'll sure get will. through. It may wind up costing you more Listen, if you open up when you should. Hey, before I before we got on this our, our podcast today, I got off the phone with my lawyer. So that's why I'm a little like revved up. Man, I had four shots of espresso. Dude, no one ever says, hey, why are you in such a great mood? I just talked to my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> ever said those things. You know, you know what the best thing about my lawyer, though? My my lawyer, Bill, we call him Wild Bill, is I, he's a brown belt to me. 
So oh, okay. I just get to, I get to strangle my lawyer when I, pay <laughs> that's how I pay him. I go, all right, time to get paid. I'm going to come the shit out of you. So uh, no, he's a good guy. Yeah, dude, I, I got well, lawyers I talk to for different stuff in business and what, and it's never fun because every time you talk to these motherfuckers, it costs money. Every time you talk to them, like I hate when they send me a couple of emails. It's like, could you sum it up? Cause you're billing by the quarter hour. I don't need three emails from you. A quick one, minimal yeah, economy of words. Believe my lawyer likes to chat. And uh, when the clock oh, is ticking, I don't like to chat. Hey, people been hitting me up. They like my movie, uh, like what I recommended, uh, Equilibrium. Ah, okay, Christian, good. Christian Bale. People like, yo, that was a sleeper. Sleeper, man. People slept on that. Not during it, though, because it's very oh. entertaining. I think you should watch it, Jimmy. And you guess what? I got my wife watching because we we done with Ozark. I think I know. Did first of all, I, I hate saying guess because you're gonna say something. Similar. No, Tournament yeah. of Laughs on TBS. What the fuck is that? Oh, I thought you were watching. It's a it's a comedy. Are you com- on it? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. No. Why are you saying it like that? A dear friend of mine is on Tournament oh, of Laughs. Who? Who's on it? He got Who's votes. Oh no, not Chip. Is Chip on it? Chip's on it. it. Oh my God! What is it? What it, is Tournament of Laughs? It's a comedy competition on TBS, and Chip has entered. Oh my God! People make comedy videos. I don't know how he's going to oh, do. I want to watch it. What is it? Round one has already passed. Um, Did Chip get past round one? We don't know yet. The voting is still being tallied. They haven't told us. So I don't you know. The un- you should have let the unfiltered army know about this. I get shy. You know? I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a, I'm just a sweet boy. I don't know. You are, you are a sweet boy. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Marty, what's up, man? You now, you. When did we first start talking? We talked through Instagram, right? That's right. First, I don't know what happened. Whether you were given a, a good job for one of my fighters or whatever it was, and then I noticed a little blue check next to your name, and I go, "Who is this guy?" And then I heard you singing, and I'm like, "That guy might look like a, a like like." Not, I'm, listen, Tank. I'm not saying Tank Abbott because of the beard and you're a husky guy, but I'm like, this guy's got the voice of an angel. How get, long? Tell me, tell us about yourself, Marty. I get Tank Abbott a lot, actually. No, <laughs> okay, good. Off. So that's not that's not uncommon. I want. I've always wanted to, people to say Matt Sarah, but they never do. They always say, <laughs> no. For me, they say Matt Sarah if he didn't train or care about himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. 
Corona, I hadn't been training in a while, so you know, yeah. I'm out there with you, Jim. How long have you been training? Now, now how I, I just started like probably two or three months before the whole shutdown. What, how long have you been doing it? Well, I've been boxing. I've, I've never done MMA training, so to speak, but I've done, uh, I've been boxing my whole life. We would box like in the neighborhood and stuff. My dad, when we were growing up, uh, my brother and I would fight, fist fight, and, and uh, my dad, instead of saying, don't do that, he gave us boxing gloves. Ah. We just, uh, we started going, okay, well, this is, what we need to do is how we take care of problems. And that's that's good and bad sometimes because you don't want to train your children to think that that's the best way. But that's where MMA comes in, and it's like shows you how to be disciplined. You know, like, Matt, I remember seeing you uh, in one of the videos that you – this is a while ago – went super viral, the one where you was in the restaurant with the guy and you – Yeah, the drunk. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, I want to be like that because yeah. that's the difference in boxing and MMA is you can you can just – subdue somebody and not have to you don't have to hurt them or anything yeah the guy just asked matt for a picture matt threw him down it was (laughs) (laughs) it's funny marty like in that situation a right hand and elbow could have ended that just as easily but then you got to deal with everything that happens after that as far as the lawsuits scarring my poor children and my wife that were there and everybody else and so i mean i basically just gave a juju i'm I'm in hindsight, I'm so happy that happened because it really did open the eyes to a lot of people with uh, the power of jujitsu. You know what I mean? And I'm like, people are like, oh wow, look at that! It's like he's playing with him, you know. And, uh, and but anybody that's ever done jujitsu realized that it was just me taking care of a drunk white belt, which is really nothing. It's very easy for anybody that's been on the mats. You know, it's funny. And as far as training. You know, Tiger Showman's maybe they lost Uriah uh, Hall, yeah. but they gained Jimmy Norton. That's right. Now he's training over there. That's right. That's right. I've been and pointing that out loudly whenever I walk in. You may have lost him, but look what you got. Now, how long did it take you, Marty? You're you're a young guy. You're boxing. I guess you're a teenager or whatever. How long do you take to learn discipline? Where you're like, oh, I shouldn't use this to kick somebody's ass. I can use this to kind of stay out of a fight. Uh, I'm sure at first you use it to, you know, I, I would have used it to tune people up if I was a teenager. I, it took me it took me growing up and having children before I learned that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. When I had my girls, my first girl, I started saying, well, you know, this I'm too old to be uh, taking care of problems in that manner. And, and you know, it, I, grew, I was born in Memphis, Tennessee and grew up in Arkansas. But it seemed like everybody in that area, like if they if, if you look at somebody or or, or they look at you or that everybody's like, OK, you're, I guess you want to fight me, yeah. you know, kind of raised that way to think, well, I guess that's just how you have to do it. And then when UFC one started coming out, it was before that it was just WWF. That's what we all got into. But then UFC one came out and we were all just, man, just like, well, this is, this is next level. This is real. This is the real deal here. And we all wanted to be a part of that. So we all tried to figure out how to do it. Then it, then it went away. I, I don't even remember how long that went. Maybe Matt, maybe y'all know, but it went, how many, like, like, 15 and then it was done or something it went dark for a, it was on pay-per-view and it was like i mean i started at ufc 31 and zufa took over at ufc 30 mm. and so that's when they took over and they they were they they changed everything as far as they were running towards to get regulated not getting away from regulation and you know i mean when you when it first came out the ufc it was kind of a freaking like freak show. Yeah. Like it was a sideshow. They were like no holds barred and yada yada, and you were all the pull hair and there was very few rules. You like, know, street fighting. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think yeah, you no, couldn't gouge the eyes, right? You couldn't gouge the eyes. Kicking the uh, balls you couldn't do, right? Yes, you can. You could have done that. Oh, wow. You could. I mean, you had one for Keith Hackney. Yeah. Keith Hackney for Joe Son, and he was punching him in his balls, in his cup. It was fucking crazy. Boyce Gracie was pulling Chemo's top knot, which uh, one of the boys' father, Mr. T, likes to say that he got it ripped out, which he did not. Uh, sorry, Mr. T. Didn't happen. But, uh, you know, it was very, you know, you could say barbaric, you know, which is, you know, you look at it now, there's still people getting elbowed in the face and stuff, but it's a, it came a long way, you know. Didn't you start with Wing Chun, Matt? I sure did, man. I did. Wing nice. Chun, trapping. Do you still use it? I play around with it with my, my daughter, my oldest. We do some trapping. It feels you feel for your shoulders. But what happened was with, with, with Wing Chun, by itself, if you see, this is what I tell people. They say, oh, does it work? You can add it in if you have grappling to back it up or something. But Western boxing, the straight punches, is way better than the Wing Chun little one-inch punch. It's kind of, it's, that's not the best, okay? And trapping is so close to grappling where even as a kid, I start off with some Wing Chun, and next thing you know, I'm doing a double leg or something from my like season, uh, a couple of seasons of wrestling. So it's so close to trap. Trapping is so close to it's beyond. There's punching range, and then there's trapping range, but it's so close to just grab somebody. You see two you uh, Wing Chun experts. If you ever put that in YouTube and you see them fighting, they'll start off like it's looking like something out of Hip Man, and all of a sudden they're fucking on the floor doing the worst jujitsu you ever seen. So. <laughs> I, you know, it's fun. You could mess around with a wooden dummy if you like. and But, you know, if you want to learn how to fight, I recommend jiu-jitsu. And if you want to do striking, I recommend some Muay Thai or some boxing. What do you do? What, what do you think about Bruce Lee? You think that he would do well in MMA today? Well, he would. This is what happened. He, if he was alive, uh, I'm sure he would have got challenged and probably strangled by the Gracies. And <laughs> yeah. then, but then he would have uh, been like, okay, I got to. I got to add this in. He had a very good mind for fighting. And I think he was a freak athlete. And he was so open-minded, because he was almost like a hippie in that sense, uh, that I think he would have found the Gracies and probably would have became a black belt. Embraced it, yeah. Much like like, uh, Chuck Norris did. Like, he would have been, they would have, like, wanted him to be involved. And and, because he, listen, he was putting, with Jeet Kune Do, he was putting together all the, he was always like, listen, not one style is the best the blend of each style and each range. So he was doing mixed martial arts before it was termed like Miss Martial Arts. You know, he was putting it all together. So he was definitely before his time in a sense, because then you go before him back to the gladiators, they were putting shit together. But, you know, in recent history, he was, you know, one of the first martial artists to really put it together. So I've always been a fan of Bruce Lee. I, I always thought that just like you said, that, no matter what, that he would have adapted to whatever the fighting style was because his way was no way, is what he said. Yeah. Way that is no way. So I always No way as the way in Jeet Kune Do. I would have loved to have seen him. I would have loved to have seen or somebody like him that there was that one guy that came out. uh, I think his name was like. uh, Bruce Leroy. Oh, no, no. It's the different. Sorry. (laughs) Who was it? I forgot the guy's name, but there was a guy they were saying was the Bruce Lee of MMA, and uh, I don't think he was in it. UFC, he was in a, another fight, maybe Strike Force or something, but maybe you sh- I shouldn't say that on this podcast. But no, fuck that. You might be thinking of Kung Lee. Yes, that's him. Kung, yeah. Kung Lee. Kung Lee was very good. He was you good. Know? You know, he, he. And Michael Bisping 
gave him a beating from hell. <laughs> so listen, he was a little guy, but I'll tell you, Kung Lee fucked up Frank Shamrock and he put on a nice clinic, you know, because again, he was good with the sidekicks and he had a nice unique style. Yeah. Oh boy, did Bisping put it on him. Woo. Yes, sir. Man. But so, I mean, when did so you watch it from the beginning, Marty? I've been watching from the beginning. Yeah. I, I, I won't say that I'm an expert or anywhere yeah. close to what y'all are that I, that I see every single fight and the prelims and all that, but I, the fights that I want to see, I watch and, and I, I tend to keep up with the people that I, especially the people that support me. There's a lot of fighters that, that support me now and it's pretty, it's pretty honorable. Man. I'm, I'm honored by it and blessed by it in the same sense. Are you a Bryce Mitchell fan being from Arkansas? I am a Bryce Mitchell fan. Yeah, I love that guy. He's, he's one of the few guys that today that get me excited about watching a submission. Yeah. They're talking about, I don't know if it's signed, but they were talking about him fighting Andre Feely. I don't know if it's signed, but if it's if that's going on, woo, sign me up. I'm yeah. watching that motherfucker. That's a great I, fight. I don't like how uh, when people talk about the greatest fights of all time, like they're doing with the Poirier and, and Hooker fight that just happened. It's a great fight. But they never give credit to any of the guy, the fights that were like battles on the ground where they were going, you know, passing guard, changing guard, getting it, you know, yeah. attempt after submission attempt. Yeah. I would think that's kind of because that's what that's what MMA really is. Because if you take that out of it, it's just boxing. So if yeah. you stand up fight and you call that the greatest MMA fight, well, you're really just into boxing at that point. You see what I'm saying? Well, listen, Ben Askren versus Damian Maya. Oh my God, do I love that fight. How about Damian Maya versus Jake Shields? I mean, these are fights that are battles on the floor. Why I like the Damian Maya versus um, Ben Askren is because you've seen two guys that are elite grapplers and they both got to show what they were famous for. So you've seen some big takedowns to side control by Ben Askren. You've seen some beautiful guard work to reversals to getting on top. That ultimately ultimately led to the submission by what round Damian was that, Maya. Matt? Was that the third round he submitted them or the second? But either the first or second, to be honest. I think we can look it up. Our producers looked it up right yeah. now. I want to say but, second. Um, but let me tell you, I just I, I oh I I love that fight so much. And nowadays, I could think in the last couple of years, and I can't name all the fights, but people are saying that this fight was the best fight I ever seen about whatever fight. I mean, they just talked about it with Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier. But, I mean, listen, that was a fantastic fight. Sure. But no, it's just the last great fight that you've seen. Because I, how about this? They named that. I must have heard that how many times over the last couple of years. I don't remember any of the fights they're fucking talking about. How come I'm not? Because there's so many goddamn fights. How about big, Bigfoot Silva against Mark Hunt is one of the best fights uh, ever. Yeah, that's that what one I'll say. The, the first one. There was a second fight, but I, I think the first one was a draw, if I remember correctly. And and that, to me, that's the way you want to see in a fight like that. But yeah, yeah. everyone says the next, the last great fight is the best of all time. It's, it's hard to judge that. It's good to have a bunch of nice fights, but I'm just yeah. saying, it's a common theme lately. This is the I'm best just, fight ever. Y'all mentioned Mark Hunt on the show, because he, he was a... That man had the... No, not what what was he called the the walk off king or something like yeah. that? He would he, he would knock you out and and just walk off. He just hit you. Knew he was knew he was done. I love Mark Hunt. I was always a big Mark Hunt fan, and I would ask Dana, "When is he getting a title shot?" I, I love Mark Hunt. I'm just 
you know, uh, watching those, those, those fucking tree trunk legs kick somebody. Uh, he's a very, very entertaining fighter. I always love the big guys that would get in there and, and do work, you know, and Mark Hunt was actually on my podcast. I have a podcast. And ah, he was on, yeah. And he was, uh, very gracious and, and, uh, talked about some things that he probably couldn't talk about with other places, but I pulled it out of him. So it was fun. I like Mark Hunt and I like, I'm, I'm a heavyweight guy. Mainly, I love heavyweights more than anything else. And yeah. like Lewis, uh, that's where I that's where I first met you. Not not talk to you, but that's where I first met you, Matt. Was at Madison Square Garden. The the you remember that? I thought we talked. We did talk over there. Well, no, we didn't. I run into you. I'm saying that's not the first time we talked. Because I'm saying uh, we talked on Instagram in person. Though I saw the first time I see. Yeah, you know, uh, Derek Lewis came out to one of my songs. Oh shoot! My song playing when he came out to fight DC. What song is that? Haunted. Haunted? Walked out to my song Haunted, and I was like, I didn't even know he was going to do that. And he comes up and gives me a hug, and I was like, man, I love you, dude. <laughs> I really hope you win. I'm, so, I'm still sad that he didn't win. So Derek Lewis is a big, uh, a big fan. Yeah. Of Derek, the Marty Ray Project. Yeah, me and Derek, are, he, he's my favorite. Oh, I, well, people the greatest fights. And they, you know what's funny is they, don't, they only mention the fights that – are slugfest back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth. But another thing that they don't think about, like one of my, on my, I'm a, I'm a fan, so my opinion is my opinion. My list, one of the fights, the greatest fights, in my opinion, is where Derek Lewis uh, knocked out uh, Volokov. I think was his name. Volkov. Yeah, Volkov. In the last twenty seconds. Yes. <laughs> Post for for never give up, never say never. I, I was, I got chills watching that fight. I was like, this is. This is a everybody should watch this and say never, it's never too late to yeah. win. How much did you love uh, the 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 crazy end of uh, Rosen's strike over Overeem, uh, where Overeem had dominated the entire fight and then with like twelve seconds left, he just say uh, he catches that lip split and they they uh, walks away and the fight is stopped. Off that lip, all right. Golly, I think that those are to me those are the most special moments in MMA to me. If you if you make a list of the most special moments. It's the ones where you you everybody says, okay, they're done. One of another special moments when when Matt beat George St. Pierre, right? Wow, I, don't bring that up, Marty. <laughs> come on. 100 percent Like I was a fan of yours when you was on tough and you were one of the ones in the in the house that was the voice of reason. Like you always seemed to have a calm head. And you were always like, hey guys, like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if you should do that. And, and then you went on and you won. And you you never had a big head, and I was like, I like this guy so much. And then you seemed like a a monk in the octagon, right? He was like, you could not get. And when you fought George St. Pierre, it was like he's not. It doesn't seem like he's nervous at all. I'm sure you were, but you you held it well. I mean, I'm sure you were super nervous. But the fact that you beat George St. Pierre and everybody said you wouldn't, I was a fan from that point on. Oh, thanks, Marty, man. Yeah. It's funny, I, and people. I mean, <clears throat> there's always nerves involved. But I was, I was, when you have a, a, a mentality of knowing, not like, all right, man, I got to beat him. I got to beat him. Not that. Just knowing that it's going to be a him or me type of fight and being at peace with that. I was strangely calm, believe it or not. You know? It looked it. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a fake, but I was like, he's good. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not that good an actor. But uh, the second one was a fake when I lost. No, I'm only kidding. No, I took a beating the second one. <laughs> Jimmy. But, uh, I'm on that one, too. 
Uh, listen, thank you, well, Marty. Marty, people send your stuff too. And where can people, uh, you know, get a hold of your music? Uh, or where do you want people to go the most? Like, if you have to plug a place to see Marty Ray, where would it be? Well, it's it's at Marty Ray Project on any social media they're on, like Spotify. If they're on Spotify, it's Marty Ray Project. Apple Music. I have, my website is MartyRayProject.com. They can join the mailing list and things like that. We just released a new single called "The Storm." Uh, about a storm that came through Nashville and that really just tore tore up many of homes and people lost a lot of stuff. And one of my friends, my buddy who's in the song with me, who wrote it with me, he lost his entire house and his cars and all of his stuff. And uh, we wrote a song about it, did a video. So that's out if people want to see that. And uh, uh, yeah, any, anywhere, Marty Ray Project, everywhere. And you cover some great stuff too. You cover uh, Simple Man is one of my favorite. I think it's everyone's one of everyone's favorite, but a good cover of Simple Man uh, is one of my favorite things to watch. So you've covered a lot of great stuff. Did you see mine? I've seen it, yeah. You like it? Yeah, of course. I right don't. Well, you know, Leonard Skinner actually uh, post, they, they saw that. The, uh, the uh, band's actual official website and Facebook page, they saw that and posted it and said the greatest stripped-down version of Simple Man we've ever heard. Really? Wow, man. I was just shocked because Skinner is one of my favorite uh, Southern rock bands of all time, for sure. Yeah. I gotta, he listened to that, man. I never heard that. I got to listen to it because I am a Simple Man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> true. Yeah. In its truest sense. <laughs> well, it was good talking to you, Marty. Uh, I think our show is done. Um and come back anytime. I'm so happy to have you on and, and that you're, and you're a fan of the, of the sport as well, which is great. So many guys come on, they're not fans of the sport. So much to talk to someone who's a big MMA fan. I'm a fan. So yeah, y'all just let me know when you want me to come on. I'll come on and we'll talk it. some fights, man. And yeah. Marty, where's your, where's your pod? Did you say where your podcast was? It's your yeah, podcast is everywhere as well. It's, but it's called the Marty, the Marty Ray project chats. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, Marty, man, good to talk to you again, bro. Yeah. Good to talk to y'all, Jim and Matt. Is wow, honored to be on here. Thank y'all for having me, and I love the show. Thanks, Marty. Hey, thanks. Good talking to you too. Listen, things will work out, my little Jimmy Bird. What's today? Today's one. Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gone next week. Let's see if I'm gonna be able to get on the the show. Okay, I'll be traveling. You know, I gotta make some cheddar. Understandable. In these hard times. I got three kids. Of course. You know, I'm with you. And uh, thank you, Jimmy. And, um, you know, I'm going to try to call in when I'm away. You know? Please do. You guys, you guys will miss me. Yes, we will. You know? Of course we will. What else, Jimmy? Anything else to plug? No. Just the uh, Chip Chipperson Patreon for anybody who's a fan. is all new content and oh, my weird goodness. characters. And uh, oh. it's the most fun I've had in years. So I'm doing that. Oh, that's so nice, Jimmy. I'm going to watch that. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Listen to me. I will talk to you while I'm away, one way or the other. All right. Good talking to you, buddy. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Later, Jim. Goodbye, everybody. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. 
Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.